everybody. Welcome back to the Unscripted Wrestling Podcast. We are back from a long hiatus, and we are here for the Unscripted Wrestling Hall of Fame Class of 2023. Uh, I am your host, Daniel Hummer. My fellow presenters that are here with me are Doug. Yo. Eric's here. What up? And Quinn is back. Yo. So, uh, in the description, you got it as the year twenty nine twenty three, Eric. So we got we got to wait a little bit. Uh, we're here for our Hall of Fame class. We've been coming up with lists. We got lists from some of the biggest names in the business. Uh, everybody's gonna have their own Hall of Fame list, pretty much. We're basically just gonna be celebrating some legends today and talking about who we would want in the Hall of Fame and lists that we got from uh, other big names, including uh, Conrad Thompson, the Podfather, who has many podcasts. Doug reached out to a lot of these guys, did a lot of heavy lifting. And uh, who's this? One, 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 one. What the hell? We getting hacked? Uh, Probably. Should I let him in? Maybe it's one of your wrestling friends. Go ahead. Hello? Well, ladies Hello? and gentlemen, the incredible, the amazing Bob Hazelwood. Oh, Bob! Oh, fellas. I saw your show and thought, I have got to participate in this. Well, welcome to the show, Bob. I'm going to do a little mess with my sound settings first and get my headsets working so I don't echo. But you guys go ahead, continue right on. Yes, sir. Uh, So we're here for the Unscripted Wrestling Hall of Fame class. We got lists from everybody. I'm going to let Doug take it away soon because he went on Twitter, Facebook, uh, a bunch of places, and got a bunch of different lists from uh, some friends of the show, Barry Horowitz, and uh, much, much more. We have uh, Ernest the Cat Miller's list, which is the controversial one. Yeah. Uh, uh, So... Reached out to you know friends, uh, you know personal friends of ours, you know uh, names in the business that I happen to be friends with on Facebook. Uh, people that you know again have been on our show many times. Uh, different Facebook groups. We got a lot of lists here. Uh, more than likely, we're not getting to everybody's list. So if I do not mention your list on air, I apologize. Uh, but you know we've only we're only going on for like an hour and a half. So, but, but all right, you want me to start off with the first one since I have the uh, Twitter machine up? Oh uh, yeah, sure. I mean, I figured we were gonna all give ours first, right? We can do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's give our list, okay. and then we'll uh, we'll go to the the audience. Okay. And uh, uh, who do we want to go first? Eric, what's your Hall of Fame class? Um, okay. First off, Doug, what's uh, the qualifications you put? All right. So I said uh, the class can be up to seven seven inductees. You must include a male headliner, a female inductee, a tag team, and a manager. Uh, and then, like, whoever else you want after. So, 
that's pretty much that's the uh, qualification uh, qualification for it. Some people only did like six inductees, which is fine. A couple people only did the one male, the one female, the tag team, and the manager again, which is also fine. Yeah. Uh, one person only did himself. It's not like it's, it's not a competition or anything. We're yeah. just kind of celebrating some of the. Legends. Yeah, we're just kind of celebrating, and if, technically, if we were starting our own Hall of Fame. This would be our first class. A lot of names for the first class, but yeah. Yeah. Well, if we were each starting our own Hall of Fame. Yeah. So, like, if, like, I was starting my own Hall of Fame, or you were starting yours, you know, right, right. so on and so forth. All right. Eric, who's your Hall of Fame? My headliner is um, a tribal chief himself, Roman Reigns. We're starting this off by putting Roman Reigns in the... Yeah. Hey, I, I said it was gonna be mine was gonna be different, so nothing wrong with that. Um, and then Okada. Okay. And then Brian Danielson. All right. And then, huh? Barry Horowitz. Female is awesome Kong. Okay. Tag team is Beer Money. And the manager is Sony Ono. Okay. So it's, def- it's definitely different. It is different. And, you know, and, and that's the funny thing is that, like, a lot of the, the lists that we got were – like it's almost like because you have your your basic you know people that you would pick for your first class. Yeah. Okay. And like your your basic your basic class would be like uh, you know I know a lot of people and this will probably get a lot of people's you know list kind of off because quite a few people did kind of list these people, but like your basic first class would be like Bruno San Martino, Luthez, uh, the Road Warriors, uh, Fabulous Mula, Bobby Heenan, Hulk Hogan, and then whichever other two people you wanted to put in after. Yep. Uh, that's, that's your ba- That's your basic first class. Uh, like that's I I'm pretty much like that's like default like who anybody would put in like a first Hall of Fame class right okay uh right. so there's nothing wrong with with being different yeah uh wouldn't be as fun if we all had the same I didn't want to be basic yeah. so I just wanted yeah. to be a little out there right yeah all right I'll give mine okay go ahead all right my headliner kind of the the big my big guy for the well, I mean, all of these people mean a lot to me wrestling-wise, but uh, Vader, that would be the headliner because uh, it took too long for him to get in WWE's Hall of Fame. Yeah. And he's my favorite big man of all time. Uh, for my female inductee, I would put the great Gail Kim because of what she was able to do uh, in other companies such as TNA. And, I mean, her WWE run too, I suppose, but to me, she really kick-started that women's revolution in a different company, and then it kind of bled over a little bit. Right. 
And uh, she's just been very talented for a very long time. My tag team, I'm going with the Nasty Boys. Uh, it's my favorite tag team growing up, and I I still love going back and watching old Nasty Boys. Uh, my manager is Slick, because I don't think he gets enough love. Right. One of my favorite old school managers. Uh, I just miss him going out there and doing his stuff. And he did like he wasn't like a, a Heenan or a Fuji, but there was just something about Slick that he brought a certain aspect of uh, you know charisma to to anybody he was next to. And when he like unveiled, I know like the character gets a little slack now, but when they did the Akeem thing, oh my god, they, that is still one of the funniest segments. When he goes, uh, when he says to Dean, he goes, "Let me tell you something, brother." And Dean goes, "What's up, cousin?" Yeah, it was very good. And then my other three are three of my favorite old school guys. Because I, I tried to go more old school for my Hall of Fame class. Uh, I went the missing link. I'm always giving him love on the show. Uh, underrated. Dino Bravo. And Rugged Ronnie Gard. Again, another nice. different Hall of Fame class. Because not a lot of people... I, th- I think picked any of them. And what's funny is that, and uh, Bob, you might be able to correct me if I'm wrong here, but is it, is the missing link even in the WWE hall of fame? He is probably not in any hall of fame uh, other than the one he was just put into. Okay. Uh, so like, he's in one now. Yeah. Uh, he's in the, the Hama hall of fame. <laughs> Yeah, I just I love the the face paint and the, he was even doing the mist and the headbutt and stuff and yeah. it was just a different character and the believability especially for you know characters back then and that's why I try to tell like younger guys now and people in my generation and stuff you know go back and try to find anything on YouTube or whatever because there's like a certain believe especially with Missing Link like uh, I don't know like I get it was a character too but he just also seemed like this mean guy. That, right. that you just, I don't know, there's something about him. Right. No, this is a great class. Right. Who do you want to go next? you want me to? Or... Yes. Go ahead. Bob? Yeah. Or Bob, Bob can go. Yeah, Bob, you go ahead and go. You got your list in front of you? All right. Yeah, my, my list is a little more, uh, I would say, traditional. Uh, and I did want to uh, preface it by saying there is, obviously a little bit of recency bias in it simply because like I'm not old enough, believe it or not, shockingly to have seen uh, Luthez and Whipper Billy Watson and Pepper Gomez and all those guys that were the greats of the earlier days. So um, they don't make my list not because they're not deserving, but because I just have no personal point of reference with them. Uh, And of course, um, uh, regionally, um, I didn't get a lot of exposure to Vern Gagne or Nick Bockwinkel, so with, yeah, the AWA influences is not going to be nearly as strong. Although, my manager is Bobby Heenan, who, of course, worked everywhere, and uh, to me is the absolute greatest manager of all time. No question about it. There's no – I mean, Heyman is 1A. There is no 1B. There's no 1C. There's no 2, 3, 4, 5. It, Heenan is the guy. Heyman might come in as 
the next place, but there's a huge gap between anybody and Bobby Heenan, in my opinion. Uh, for a woman wrestler, I went with the fabulous Mua as my first choice, uh, but she is a horrible, terrible human being, and it's hard to get past that for me. Um, I really was hard-pressed to choose between Mua and China. I don't think there's a woman wrestler that had a more influence on today's women's wrestling than China. Uh, I mean, Mula held that belt forever, and you know she's just like this, like iconic name, whatever. But I really could have been convinced to put China in if it, if not. But I'm gonna go with Mula for my tag team. Again, I was really struggling hard. Uh, it came down to the Road Warriors, Midnight Express, Rock and Roll Express, and uh, again because of their um, success and contributions in multiple promotions uh, all around the world, I went with the Road Warriors. For my headliner, uh, again, I don't really have a single headliner. I've got four. Uh, I, I went with Undertaker, Steve Austin, Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan. I mean, no one's going to convince me that Hulk Hogan's a great technical wrestler, but it is it is impossible to say that he's not the most influential wrestler of the modern era, certainly. If you ask the men on the street who is a professional wrestler, just name a professional wrestler, Hulk Hogan's going to be the name, right? You might get The Rock. Yep. You might get John Cena nowadays because of their popularity uh, in movies. But typically, if you ask just Joe Average, who's a Hulk, name a, name a pro wrestler, Hulk Hogan's going to be that name. Undertaker is the greatest character of all time. To me, Ric Flair is the greatest wrestler of all time. And uh, Stone Cold is right, right up there. So that's my first class. And then I would cheat in my uh, message to Doug. I cheated and put a second class of uh, Heyman, China, Midnight Express, The Rock, John Cena, Bret Hart, and Andre the Giant. So there you go. That's the actual real list. Anything else is incorrect. Right. Uh, all right. I'll go next. So my my headliner, I have Nick Bockwinkle. To me, one of the greatest uh, wrestlers of all time. I actually think he's better. In my personal opinion, I think he's better than Ric Flair. I know a lot of people are going to be like, "You're an idiot," but you know, I've I was always a fan of Bockwinkle. Uh, my female is Wendy Richter. Uh, I just think, you know, she did a lot to help start that rock and wrestling connection. Yeah. Uh, my manager, again, trying to be different. I went with Sir Oliver Humperdinck. Uh, one of the best heel managers in the Carolinas in the early days. Uh, you know, the big kahuna, uh, as he would be known later on, you know, Bam, he was real famous for being Bam Bam Bigelow's manager. Uh, my tag team is Rick and Scott Steiner. Uh, cause I love the Steiner brothers. So for me, it's, you know, personal, personal bias. The other three headliner or the other three guys on there that I have, I have big John Studd. The junkyard dog and uh, Bob and a- actually an old friend of yours, hot stuff Eddie Gilbert. I love Eddie Gilbert. He's a great, okay. great friend. 
Because Eddie, to me, you know, to cut a promo, his ring work was excellent, and he was so creative. Eddie was way ahead of his time. I mean, there's there's um, lots of folks, and, and Eddie, you know, burned a lot of bridges and made mistakes in his personal life. But I think the guy was a creative genius, and again, was way way ahead of his time. Uh, if Eddie were alive today, he would probably be running the hottest promotion in the world. Right. Uh, no, I definitely, because Eddie just, you know, again, and, you know, it's one of the reasons why I was such a big fan of the GWF uh, is, you know, because of Eddie and because of some of the stuff he did, you know, in those in those early days. And then, you know, once they moved on from him as Booker, I think the promotion just kind of went downhill. Uh, but... Um, and like as far as like Junkyard Dog and Big John Stud go, Big John Stud's career obviously was cut short due to due to cancer, because uh, he was technically still wrestling at the time. Um, and Junkyard Dog is just like I mean he was such a you know such an inspiration to so many, and he was such a beloved character. So that's. Uh, I would think if there was the Charisma Hall of Fame, the Junkyard Dog would be a definitely a first ballot inductee. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so that's that's my class. Uh, again, went a different route. Yeah. Uh, Clinic. My class. My headliner is going to be Eddie Guerrero. Great choice. Yeah, can't argue with that. Yes, headline be Eddie Guerrero for my female. I'm inducting China. Can't argue that either. Yes, my tag team. I'm putting in the Dudley Boys. Can't can't argue that. I might not like Bubba Dudley as a person, but it, you know, as a tag team, the Dudley Boys were just fantastic. Yes, absolutely. Also, um, I will say, I had um, oh man, Hogan in there. It's next. Taker. And I also inducted Taker, and then I also inducted Kane as well. Okay. So those that's small thing was. Okay. Quintus, who was your manager? Oh, I mean, oh, that's what I was thinking. This is the manager. It was going to be Paul Heyman. Okay. That's a great list. That's an yeah. absolute wonderful it. list. Mainly because it agrees yeah. a lot with mine. No, definitely a great list. All right, you ready, uh, Dan? You ready for me to get into some of the yeah ones we got? Yeah. All right. So because I'm on Twitter right now, uh, I'm going to start with Conrad Thompson. Uh, again, he was one of the ones that went basic. He only gave me four names. He gave me the headliner, which is Hogan. Uh, the female, which is Miss Elizabeth. Manager Bobby Heenan, and then the Road Warriors. Uh, 
Probably about as basic of a list as you can get. Yeah, but not, I mean, the correct list, though, too. Well, yeah, no, everybody deserves to be in I the mean, you, you, you wouldn't and, argue like, with I'm anybody. I'm still waiting for Elizabeth to get in. Is that Bob? Yeah, I was going to say, you can't really argue with it other than, you you know, Elizabeth wasn't actually a lawyer, a uh, lawyer, wrestler. She was more, uh, she ended up using a lot of lawyers, I guess, but uh, she uh, was really more of a manager or valet than she was a wrestler. So that'd be my yeah. only quibble with that list. But again, it's it's all down to personal choice, right? So Yeah. And absolutely, and I'm not going to argue with uh, I'm not going to argue with Conrad, especially since he doesn't know who the hell I am. He was just basically given a list. To... Oh, but... All right, next is uh, the Solomonster from Solomonster Sounds Off. Yes, his list is Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage, Andre the Giant, Elizabeth as the female, Bobby Heenan as the manager, and Demolition as his tag team. Not bad. Not bad, yeah. So Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Well, he's always talked about how Demolition was always his favorite tag team growing up, and he actually did an interview with Demolition and basically said, he goes, I don't know why you guys aren't in the Hall of Fame yet. Are they still not in? Uh, no, not. no, and they should and be. There was rumor going around that they could be it this year, but I don't think it's going to happen. That's crazy. Yeah, the last thing I saw said that there's probably not going to be a tag team this year, which really sucks because both Demolition and the Midnight Express are well overdue for being uh, inducted. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think they're just going to cut it. Like, they're going to announce somebody tonight, and then that might even – they're going to announce somebody – or like, they're going to announce a female superstar, and then – Triple H is thinking about putting a referee in, and then that's it. What's that, Earl Hubner? <laughs> I think. Well, so. you know what I was going to say. We don't. I don't want to sidetrack the show too much, but uh, a discussion of if you were going to put a referee in, you know, who it'd have to be either one of the Hebners, maybe Mike Chioda, maybe Charles Robinson. Uh, if you want to go back, you could put in Joey Morella, or. You go way, way back. You could put in like Dick Worley. Uh, I guess you could put in Tim White. You know, so there's probably, if you want to go back to the WCW days or NWA days, there's Tommy Young and there's, uh, um, oh, God, I'm blanking on his name. Um, it was uh, the Assassin's Kid, uh, Nick Patrick. Yeah. You know, so there's probably a good 10 referees that are out there that I think are Hall of Fame worthy. I'm really right. shocked that there's not what someone in there now. Yeah, it's more than likely. Like if they do, if they do it, it's more than likely going to be Earl. Uh, but didn't he like leave with bad blood almost? Well, he got fired. Yeah, they were selling brother. He got fired for selling merchandise out of his car. Yeah, they were selling fake merchandise. And so something like is it Earl or too. Dave that passed away last year? Dave, Dave passed away. Yeah. Well, they, so I, I would expect it would be Dave rather than Earl, uh, but I honestly think it's going to be either Tim White or uh, Joey Morell. I, I I would agree with that. I mean, mainly because uh, – and I would almost say Tim White just because of the fact that he did pass away and also, like, he was very heavily featured in that Andre documentary. 
So, all right, you ready for me to read the next one? Sure. You remember that? Remember that stuff with uh, Tim White and uh, Josh Matthews? Oh yeah, that. Uh, what the hell did they call it? I don't know, but it was in poor taste. But it was. I mean, there was some comedy there. Yeah. Uh, all right. So the next list I have here is from another friend of the show. And Bob, another person that you uh, worked with at one time, Mr. Barry Horowitz. The great Barry Horowitz. Yep. Yep. I put him in the right. hall, hall of Famer, according to Eric. Yeah. Because yep. uh, Eric wants to get him on the show again, uh, which I don't blame him. He does deserve to be on the show again. And he's actually listening to the – I believe he said he was going to listen to the show tonight just so he uh, – to make sure that we uh, well, yeah. mention his list. There's the man. He's going to be mad at you that you didn't call him the great when yeah. you introduced him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's right. The the winner, Barry Horowitz. Let's get it right. Absolutely. Uh, all right. So Barry has as his headliner, well, the three guys he has in are Bruno San Martino, Lou Says, and Brett the Hitman Hart. Uh, great choices, all of them. I think they're all really good choices. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not. Gonna, I'm definitely not going to argue with either one of them. Uh, kind of different type choices from each other too. Yeah. Like, not different. Not totally. Well, definitely different eras for Bret Hart and stuff. Yeah. I remember him telling us that uh, Bret Hart's his favorite he's ever wrestled. Yeah. He 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 swears to this day, and it's hard to disagree with him that Bret Hart is the greatest worker of all time. Oh yeah. Uh, his the woman he he wouldn't. What was that? Oh no, 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 go ahead. All right, the woman he's inducting is Miss Elizabeth. So, uh, she's getting a lot of love. Yes, she is. Um, the manager is Bobby the Brain Heenan. Talk about getting a lot of love. Yep. The tag team is the Road Warriors, and that's it. So that that is Barry Horowitz's list. I think that's a really good list, and I think if you were going to start a Hall of Fame, that's you know who I think you know a lot of people would start with or should start with. Oh yeah, especially the guys. Yeah. Uh, so it's right, Barry's birthday go. too. Yep. Oh yeah, happy birthday, Barry. Uh, Yep, today, uh, March 24th, is his birthday. Let's see, I got another one. Oh, we'll go to another uh, another friend of Mr. Hazelwood's, John Horton, Craig Johnson of the GWF. So, uh, the man who uh, came up with the winner uh, gimmick for Barry Horowitz, uh, although... Last time we talked to Barry, Barry didn't remember that. He thought it was Eddie Gilbert. <laughs> uh, so, Poor John never gets credit for anything. Yeah. But I, I think he's got a really good list here. So he's got Ric Flair, Bruiser Brody, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. His tag team is Arn and Tully. His manager is Bobby the Brain Heenan, and his uh, female inductee is Trish Stratus. So, 
uh, first person to say Trish Stratus. Yeah, I was surprised. I mean, I understand the Miss Elizabeth, especially if we're going uh, old school. Yeah. Uh, yep. But but like Bob said, she wasn't a wrestler. She was more of a, a, a manager. And manager. she still deserves a spot, of course. But when we're talking about female wrestlers, I like Bob said, Fabulous Moolah uh, comes to mind. But also, especially if you're thinking in the last, like, 30 years, I'd say Trish Stratus is probably at a lot of at the top of a lot of people's list. Yeah, uh, yeah, her and China. Yeah, no, China. Yeah, China for sure. Uh, I don't know. Is, is Lita gonna get thrown around? I it's, I think she is in a few of them that I have seen. I don't know if we're gonna. I'll try to find yeah, one. Just with ask. Her Ed, just ask Ed if she gets thrown around, right? Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> uh, Yo. Anyway. Uh, I think we I think we just lost Matt Hardy as a listener. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. So let's go to. You want to get the controversial one out of the way? Oh, are we doing the cat? Yep. All right. Ernest Miller. Ernest the Cat Miller only had one inductee in mind. Himself. And I'm looking at the. <laughs> And it's funny because you gave him a big paragraph. You said if you were creating your own Hall of Fame, who would it be? And you gave him the – and he just said me. Yeah. <laughs> he just said me. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't fair enough. Yeah, somebody better call his mama. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. So, like – and you kind of figured that, like, you know, somebody would say that. And that, that, I mean, that's the cat's persona. He's yeah. living the gimmick. And he, a, a lot of his later WCW stuff, even though a lot of people have trouble watching that, he was kind of a highlight. Except, yeah. Like, I went back and, and did a binge of all of that. And a lot of it was hard to get through. But the cat was constantly funny and entertaining and, and making stuff work that probably shouldn't. Well, and as a trainer, he you know definitely yeah. is more than contributed to uh, the the sport because he's had so much hands-on um, development for so many so many of the guys. That's true right. as well. And, uh, and exactly. plus, every every wrestler's greatest fan is themselves, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're not a fan, you're something like it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I remember the first time I ever saw him was in that Royal Rumble 2004. Because right. he had that little comeback in WWE, right? Yeah. For like a couple months when he was coming out with that uh, that little dude. Yeah, uh, Lamont. Yeah. And, he, yeah, he was doing because uh, – and then he wrestled a match like on the SmackDown the week after. But apparently the match was so bad it never made air. Oh. Uh. Uh, he wrestled Kajiri, and they were going to put Orlando Jordan with him. Him and Orlando Jordan? Yeah, Cat uh, and Orlando Jordan. But then afterwards, like, apparently the match was so bad that they're just like, screw it. Him know. and Tajiri? Him and Tajiri were having the match. Oh, okay. And then Cat and Orlando Jordan were going to be paired together. And then for some reason, it just never, uh, never panned out. Gotcha. All right. The next legend I want to read here is Jose Luis Rivera, one of the conquistadors. Hey. Okay. 
So he's putting in the Conquistadors, Jose Estrada, Jose Luis Rivera and his seven gimmicks. I am actually reading what he wrote. Special Delivery Jones, Rockin' Robin. I think he's putting in Muna Vashan as the manager. Okay. And a lot of people are not really going to know who this person is, so I will explain. But Pete Sanchez, who was a uh, he was a job guy in the AWA. It's an interesting list. Kenny Sodbuster J wasn't available or something. So. Yeah, I, I don't. Know. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean Jose Luis Rivera is one of the more famous job guys from the '80s. And this is pretty much it's a list almost of almost of jobbers, you know, except for Luna. So this list kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, and a jobber, especially in the days where uh, every match on TV was an enhancement match, has an important, extraordinarily important role because they have got to make the other guy look good without being so bad at it that it it's just a joke, right? It's really yeah. difficult to look good getting your ass kicked. And the exactly. the Barry Horowitzes and the Jose Luis Rivera's and the S. D. Jones and later in his career Rocky Johnson, uh and those guys that week in and week out, uh, on T V, Mike Jackson, uh, you know, week in and week out these guys are on T V getting their asses kicked, but they're doing it in a credible way so that you really believe that the star is that much just exactly why I put this very in mind. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it, that's a hundred, a hundred percent true. And uh, I mean, so I have, to be honest with you, I think a lot of those, uh, you know, those jobber or those enhancement talents should get into the Hall of Fame at some point. So I would love it if, like, you know, w- one year, you know, like Barry Horowitz went in, or they put in Brooklyn Brawler. Yeah, I mean, I think for mm-hmm. WWE, I mean, of course, there's a lot of, a lot of them to go through. Yeah. But I think for the those two, definitely should at least make yeah. it. You know. Yeah. Or in about forty years, yeah. maybe uh, Ellsworth. Right. Uh, hey, I think James should go in now. <laughs> I, I do like James E. Ellsworth. Yeah, I do too. He was he was funny to watch. All right, so the next he, uh, he took what was here, given him and made a lot out of it. Yeah, yeah, he did, and, yeah. He, and he inserted himself into like a a whole program. Yeah, with uh, Moxley and and Styles. Right, a championship. Like he was so yep. over that he was like a part of the main event feud. That is pretty like interesting that like they don't talk about him anymore at all. But he went like he was kind of a big name for a minute. He was. It was the, it, it was ama- it was amazing to watch. Like he was able to get himself over as much as he did. Yeah, it was a, it was fun. Yeah. All right. So the next legend I have here uh, is Randy Hales from the Memphis Territory. Okay. Okay. Oh. Okay. Uh. Bob, did you know Randy Hales? Randy Hales at all? No, I've never met Randy. Okay. 
Now, my right. podcast partner, Kenny Bowen, obviously is is well well familiar with Randy Hales. But. Right. Uh, and by the way, Kenny Bowen should have been the uh, manager on my list, but um, he didn't pay me enough. So. <laughs> Yeah. Well, at least at least we know you're still going to be on Bowling's good side by not putting Cornette on your list. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but all right. So Randy Hales' list is Bruno San Martino, Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Jerry the King Lawler. Uh, May Young is his female. Bobby Heenan is his manager, and his tag team is the Midnight Express. Nice. It's a damn good list. Yeah. First mentions for for Jerry Lawler and May Young. Uh, but I mean May Young. I feel like, well, WWE gives Mae Young a lot of credit now because of what she did, like, in the Attitude Era. Yeah. Well, and, and like, we don't, I don't know if there's a lot of videos, of, but from what I've seen in, like, documentaries and interviews and stuff, she was legit back in the day. Yeah. I, I, I haven't personally seen it, like, I to go back, I don't know if there is a lot of footage of it. But, yeah, apparently she she was... And she was doing it since she was like what eighteen or so, a crazy number like yeah that. I think it was very young when she, when she started and uh, yeah the story of May Young is pretty cool but the stuff in the edit I think like like especially like someone that would take something and make it like kind of gold and, and like she she got so many people over just by like like. Like the Dudley Boys, Bubba was talking about how May Young got them over yeah. by putting her through a table. And, and just and did, like she was shameless in in a good way, and like she, she didn't like she would do anything for entertainment. And I don't know that there there definitely has a respect that comes with that. She not even the attitude. Oh yeah, she definitely would pop up throughout the years after that. Whenever like Moolah and May Young would show up, you know, people would get excited. Right. Yeah. No. And the funny thing is, is about like May Young because I think Bubba even told this story. That like when they wanted to take it easy with May, May's like you're not going to do that. <laughs> like no, <laughs> put me through that table. Uh, and she was tough. Yeah, like super tough. Yeah. All right, ready for the next legend? Yes. Sam Houston. Okay. All right. He put this is in the order that he gave it to me. His woman is Susan Green. Bob, do you have anything on Susan yeah. Green? Um, I know the name. Uh, I know some friends of mine or people I've talked to in the past. Uh, uh, Princess Victoria and uh, Velvet McIntyre are high on Susan Green, uh, but I've never really seen her work. Okay. Uh so as uh, for the manager, he gave me two options. He gave me either Bobby Heenan or Jim Cornette. Uh, if we go with Jim Cornette, we can pretty much guarantee that Sam Houston will never be on your guys' podcast. 
Uh, I doubt Sam would come on anyway. He and Kenny would be somewhat politically at odds. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Now, tag teams, he put the assassin, jo- Jody Hamilton and Tom Renesto. Okay. Uh, it's a great tag because, team in the South. I mean, yeah. Well, mainly because of the uh, team uh, of the uh, feud that he had with, uh, or that they had with um, Sam's father and uh, Sam's father's partner. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So the Kentuckians. Yep. Next up, he's got Kurt Henning. Oh man, that's a good pick. That's a great pick. Uh, the Cajun brawler Bubba Monroe, Sputnik Monroe's son. Hmm. Uh, Brad Armstrong and Ric Flair. Brad yes. Armstrong was extraordinarily talented. I mean, yeah. uh, underrated guy as far as as far as I'm concerned, uh, most fans wouldn't, you know, give two second looks at Brad Armstrong, but he was super talented and everybody loved him. No one I have ever heard say a bad word about Brad Armstrong. It's like Owen Hart in that way. Right. Yeah. No. Brad Armstrong was such a, was such a phenomenal athlete. I remember JBL said one time, He's like, you know, if Brad Armstrong showed as much personality in front of the camera as he did behind the scenes, he would have been world champion. Wow. So, all right. Next legend, I have Bob Cook. His list is Gorgeous George, Bruno San Martino, Andre the Giant, Hulk Hogan, the Fabulous Moolah, Bobby the Brain Heenan, and the Road Warriors. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. Definitely uh, definitely a good class there. We'll do some fans? Yeah. We'll, we'll do a couple of fan lists. I'll get to the last two um, legends. Yeah. Uh, in a little bit, but we got to get some fans in there. So, cause they're actually listening to this show just to hear their names. Uh, I have a Mark. fan here from the, uh, from the Facebook group, primetime toys. By the way, his Facebook name is Randy Marsh. <laughs> uh, I think it's really him. I've seen his picture. It's not him. All right. It's a work name. Come on. Yeah. All right. So this one's going to cause a little bit of controversy and probably cause Eric to break his. Uh, to, Eric, what are you? Are you using? Uh, are you on the iPad right now? No, I'm on my phone. All right. Well, don't. Well, this might actually cause you to break your phone. Uh, okay. But his list is Randy Savage, Demolition. Okay. Bobby okay. the Brain Heenan. Andre the Giant, okay. Mick Foley, okay. Triple H, okay. and Eric, you're going to hate okay. this, Charlotte Flair. 
That was such a good list. Uh, uh, you <laughs> totally ruined it with Charlotte Flair. Um, okay. I think Charlotte Flair has the potential to be one of the all-time greats, but okay, you know, I mean, it, I mean, let's face it, she's no awesome Kong. All right, so I look at all right. The way I look at Charlotte Flair is this: she's just living in the society's name. Everything she's done in the movie is based off her father's name. If she gave you to the main roster, it's going to be If she won the Divas title, it's going to be the winning title. It's going to be his father's name. She took the song with the title, it's nothing to do. She adopted the name Flair into our name. <laughs> yeah. She's living uh, behind her father's name. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. <laughs> You're not wrong, but and I, I understand the second generation stuff. I, I do think that she's one of those because you also have like your David Flayers too. Yeah, and like the second generations where it actually like they got kind of a push behind them, but they never they really didn't have anything. Charlotte's not one of those. Eric Watts. Yeah, Eric Watts it would be a prime example for a lot of people, uh, but. I don't, Charlotte, I don't think any, I don't think, even if we don't like her or, or like wrestling wise, if we're not fans or whatever, I don't think anyone can say that she's one of those. I mean, she's a hardworking, dedicated, like re- wrestler, superstar, athlete, whatever you want to call her. Well, yeah. I'm, she's hard. She, she's legit. Yeah. Yeah. Say that, no. I'll give it I, I want to say this. If she was a good wrestler under her family's name, you should still be as big as a star if he is me. If he is basically hard as a man. A lot of people come in and work, but it's the second generation superstar who can see these kids more because they're second generation and give them more than the acting business. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, I, I would agree to an extent. I mean, I think if she were not. Ashley Flair, if she were Ashley Jacinto, she'd probably be, you know, a a, a good mid card talent. She's talented, right? Let's not take anything away from her. Yeah. She is talented, but she is, she, she is, talented. She is elevated by her father. Right. There's absolutely no question that she is elevated by her father. She is. Yep. She is. Yeah. All right. So. Thank you, uh, thank you, Randy Marsh for the uh, for the list. Uh, all right, that is your real name. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have a list from a gentleman by the name of Andrew Baker, who is a friend of mine and Dan- uh, mine and Daniels. All right, his list includes The Undertaker, Gorilla Monsoon, Owen Hart. Teddy Long is the manager. Uh, the Rockers as the tag team. And he's got two female inductees. Trish Stratus and the Fabulous Moolah. Can't argue that. I think he meant Teddy Long was like the Raw general manager, the SmackDown general manager. I don't know that he took the... No, it, it, yeah, he, he put down. He put down I, it's a joke. Manager. It was a joke. It, 
it was just a joke. Sorry, maybe it didn't yeah. really fly real well. Well, he did put down general manager, but because uh, Teddy Long was a manager, uh, like I'm trying to, because he uh, he's actually Andrew is like in his early 20s, right. and this is one no he slack. remembers of Teddy Long. Uh, but so that that's his list. So cool. do Eric's brothers. Oh yeah, that's right. I got it. Let's get him right uh, let's see. Your brother is. Think that oh, here it is. All right. Eric's brother. Trish Stratus. Paul Heyman. The Hardys. Shawn Michaels. Bret Hart. Stone Cold Steve Austin. And The Rock. First mentions of Shawn and HBK. Yeah, that, that. It took that long to. Wow, okay. Well, yeah, you passed up putting Shawn Michaels on your list so you could kiss up the Horowitz. (laughs) (laughs) Worthy endeavor, yeah, I will admit. I mean, HBK and Stone Cold would have been too obvious for me. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a a good list. So, Chris, we thank you very much for putting yours in. Uh, next, uh, wait, wait, he, he put on Shawn Michaels and HBK. No, he or only he put, put on, up, uh, was, oh, okay. I thought he put on both of them. <laughs> That's the same guy. No, Shawn Michaels, <laughs> and, uh, Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold Steve Austin, I think is okay. what we meant to say. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> I was surprised. I mean. Next fan I have a list right. here from is uh, Jimmy Morrison, a, a gentleman that Daniel and I uh, work with. His Hall of Fame class would be Rowdy Roddy Piper, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Undertaker, The Nature Boy Ric Flair, Luna Vachon, Bobby the Brain Heenan, and The Road Warriors. Luna's getting quite a bit of love here. Really, and that's uh, and none for Sherry Martell. And I would have taken Sherry Martell, no disrespect to Luna, but I'd have taken Sherry Martell over Luna for Sean any day. All day. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. I believe there were, like, some people in some Facebook groups that did say Sherry. Did, okay, good. Cause, yeah, that is, a weird, that is a weird missing name from the – because she was so iconic, especially back – because, like – Especially with all the Miss Elizabeths, you think of the counter to that back then, and the, the yeah, natural counter was Sherry. Uh, was Sherry. Yeah, and she did so much, especially in per- WCW. Yeah, yeah, as a as yeah. sister, as first, sister Sherry, uh, definitely. All right. Uh, yeah, first mention of uh, Roddy Piper too. Oh, that's true. I mean, oh, there are so shit. many great names. So many good ones. Yeah. Uh, there's so many names we haven't mentioned yet, and I'm trying to get to I'm trying to get to some of these. Uh, next fan uh, is Eduardo Texador Jr. Eric, if I just butchered his name, uh, I'm sorry. I think you did good. Uh, I think you did good. So his class is the fabulous Mula, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, Gorgeous George, Bruno Sammartino, 
and his tag team is Jack and Jerry Briscoe. Briscoes were solid. Yeah. Although, honestly, they was, they were more. I mean, they're like the Funks, right? They they formed that tag team, but they were really more singles wrestlers who wrestled together often. Right. And I would almost expect like people to put Jack in a in the class by himself. So Jack, they they were both really good. Yes. Yeah. I actually thought he was talking about the Brisk, the other Briscoe brothers. The J Mark and Jay Briscoe. Yeah. That would make more sense for someone who was younger. Yeah. Although you look at the list of the list, man, it's than, yeah, George, little, George, he's he's old school, so. Yeah, that's yeah. probably the Jack and Jerry then. Yeah. All right, so I did but find, we'll I did find we'll a list. We'll put both Briscoes, all, all four Briscoes go on. Yeah. Oh, no, they they, they all belong, I, I believe, in, in, in some Hall of Fame. Uh, definitely. All right, next up is an old friend of mine by the name of Nate McCooey. He has on his list, and I'm bringing this up because he said Sensational Sherry. So we finally get the mention of her. Yep. Bobby the Brain Heenan, the Hardys, the Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, the Rock, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, it makes sense. Well, that is his list. And the main reason why I brought that up is because he, uh, we finally had somebody that said, uh, we finally had somebody that said Sensational Sherry. Uh, oh, yeah. Wow. All right. Next up, Davey Duncan, also of Primetime Toys. He writes in Shawn Michaels, Demolition. Bobby the Brain Heenan, Trish Stratus, Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and The Undertaker. So, another good list. And again, we're getting into names that, like, we're going to hear, like, over and over and over again. Uh, So, let me go. We're going to go back. We're going to go to another old friend of Bob's, Chaz Taylor. The son of the Tugboat. mullet, the man with the the man with the mullet that would never die. Yeah, uh, and I, I bring him up because he has a little bit of a different list. His tag team is the Rock and Roll Express. For a manager, right. he went back to the AWA days. He put Diamond Dallas Page. Ooh. Oh. For a female, okay. he, put, he put Medusa. Okay. Okay. Uh, then he's got The Rock, Rey Mysterio, and Jeff Jarrett. Nice. Jeff Jarrett. That's pretty cool. Yep. That's his first time, right? Yeah, that's Jeff Jarrett's first time. It's Ray's first time, too. And DDP. Yep. I mean, you can argue he's a wrestler, too, so. How insane is it that Ray is still working, too? I know. And well. Oh, he's yeah. doing a fantastic job. Well, between the storyline with Dominic, 
the storyline with Karrion Cross. Um, just uh, he is. Uh, Ray's got to be what fifty four, fifty five. Yeah, I think yeah, he's got to be in his fifties. Probably around. I'm going to look it up. Real he's quick. around here. Sure. Yeah, Ray Mysterio is forty eight. Shockingly enough, he's a young man. Oh wow! Not as old as I thought he he's was. Still young, but wow. gosh, I mean, just yeah, and and still working really, really top level. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he still looks good. He still, I mean, he he can go with the young guys, you know. Yeah, he can have a match with Seth. Any of them. Yeah. He's going to also be wrestling on SmackDown tonight. He's taking on uh, L.A. Knight. Uh, but, all right. Next list, we got another uh, friend of the show. Uh, of course, uh, a longtime friend of mine and Daniels, Mr. Kenny Lehman. Love him. Uh, Professor Ken Pernicus. Professor Ken Pernicus, now uh, part of Daddy Yeah Productions on YouTube. Uh it actually is a very funny YouTube check. Well, it's a wrestling promotion I, on uh, YouTube, so. That's what it's called? They're calling it Daddy Yeah. Uh, well, that's the name of the channel. Okay. Uh, so he has on his list Terry Funk, Jake the Snake Roberts, there you the go. Midnight Express, okay. Peggy Banner, which, Bob, do you know who that is? Because I don't have a clue. <laughs> The name rings a bell, uh, but I, I think she was one of those 50s. Um, uh, yeah, she worked uh, probably in the 50s. Uh, kind of a glamour girl in those blondes, worked out of St. Louis, I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was 50s. Yeah, she, she was uh, NWA Women's World Champion three times. Oh, sorry, NWA Women's World Tag Team Champion three times between 56 and 60, and the AWA World Women's Champion in 1961. Okay. All right. And so then, all right, and yeah. then uh, he also as his manager he has Bobby the Brain Heenan, and then he has Andre the Giant, and then Arn Anderson. First Arn Anderson. So, well, he was wasn't he listed as a tag team earlier, right? He he and yeah, uh, he, he, they listed Tully him with, listed uh, with. or he got listed with Tully. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, next up, we have uh, another friend of mine and uh, Daniels, Mister Kenny West. Uh, he has the Undertaker. Paul Bear is the manager, so first mention for Mr. Moody. Yep. Uh, tag team first time mention Harlem Heat. China. Okay. Stone Cold, The Rock, and Ric Flair. Good list. Very good list. Yeah. Wanna do the last legend or something? Uh yeah, I got one more legend left to name, and that's uh, PN News, the Rap Master. Hey. Uh, so technically you before you went on keto. Uh, I like PN News. 
he was actually like I was actually a fan of like him and Van Hammer were my two favorite WCW guys when I was a kid. Then I watched them again when I was a teenager, uh, watched an old tape of them and realized I was a stupid kid. Uh, but all right, so he has Gorgeous George as his headliner. He's got he's got two women on here. He's got Fabulous Moolah and Sherry Martell. Uh, he's got and he's got two tag teams on here. Jack and Jerry Briscoe and the Minnesota Wrecking Crew, Ole and Gene Anderson. Oh, God, yeah. And also has uh, Bobby Heenan as his manager. So first time mentioned for uh, for Ole and Gene. Yep. When I was growing up, I grew up uh, in, in Dallas, but I lived in the Carolinas. Uh, during my high school years. And uh, my first live event was in Richmond, Virginia. And I was legitimately scared of Gene and Oldie Anderson. I had I had no doubt in my mind. I was in, sitting in the second row. And I had no doubt in my mind, if I smarted off to those boys, they would come over there and beat the crap out of me. Oh, boy. <laughs> they, they were realistic in that solid, nasty kind of way. Yeah, they were they were something. Only only Anderson. See, I keep hearing these stories about how Oli was always a grumpy old man, but only you can't discount how good Oli Anderson's ring work was. Like he was definitely one of the best. All right, uh, you want me to do a couple more? Yeah, do one more. Yep, sure. And then I got I got a list of people that I haven't heard names. I want to throw them out real quick. So go okay. ahead and do a couple more so we can cross some of these off. All right. So uh, Danny Torres, uh, I think some of these have already been mentioned, but I'm going to say them anyway. Hulk Hogan, Macho Man Randy Savage, Ric Flair, Bret Hart, LOD, China, and Bobby Heenan, uh, which I'm pretty sure we've heard all those. Let's see if I can – Get to one of uh, one of Eric's that uh, nobody has said anything yet. Uh, oh, here we go. Brian Wheeler, uh, Miss Elizabeth, who we've already mentioned a few times. Captain Lou Albano, the name we haven't heard yet. The Road yeah. Warriors, Hulk, uh, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair. The Sandman, Sting, and then Andre the Giant. So we haven't heard Sandman and Sting yet. Yeah, I was Sting is on my list of, of surprising names we haven't heard. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Do we learn? Oh, here's uh, all right. So, uh, last one I'll do here. Kevin Fisher. Bob Backlund, Bruno Sammartino. What'd you say, Bob? Uh, that's, again, another cross-off name, right? Yeah. All right. So Bob Backlund, Bruno Sammartino. Bob, here's another one you could cross off. Har- Harley Race. Yep. Definitely. Uh, Ric Flair, 
Fabulous Moolah, Road Warriors, and Captain Lou Albano. And then... Uh, Yeah, we did. Yeah. All right. So, all right. That's all the ones we're gonna read. That's all the ones we're gonna read off. Thank you to everybody who, who gave us the list. Yes. We appreciate that. If I did not get to your list, I apologize. But there's only so much time that we have. Bob, are there names that you have written on the list that we didn't hear of that you know you're shocked? We did not hear the Heart Foundation. Oh. Oh yeah. As a tag yeah. team, right? I mean, we we heard Brett several times, but we didn't hear the Heart Foundation. We did not hear Pat Patterson or Ray Stevens, either individually or as a tag team. Uh, the Crusher and the Bruiser, when that's probably more before most people's time, then they were kind of regionalized. So maybe that's not terribly, terribly surprising. Uh, Pedro Morales was a WWE World or WWF world champion and an intercontinental champion for a long time. Uh, superstar Billy Graham. And then yep. when you think of Lou Albano, I always think of the triumvirate of wrestler or managers there, the Grand Wizard, Freddie Blassley, and uh, and Captain Lou. Uh, and then I would have – I don't know that I'd put him in first bout in the Hall of Fames, but I wanted to hear someone talk about Barry Windham or Black Jack Mulligan or Black Jack Lanza or Johnny Valentine, maybe even Greg Valentine. So there's my list of names I would have liked to see somebody have brought up. Yeah. I, I'm going to throw a couple names I mean, out Sonny there. I mean, Sonny Ono could be on the list. Good Lord. I'm actually I'm surprised Ed nobody said Morocco. Yeah. Yeah, Don Morocco. I didn't even have him. That's a great name. Snooker didn't make it either, did he? I didn't. Well, I didn't you know, hear his name. Killer. I mean, that makes sense with. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Eric, is there a name that you're surprised we didn't hear? It's the family. I forgot what the family's name is. Um, famous in Texas. I'm drawing a blank right now. The Von Erics. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Being we're based out of Philadelphia too, I'm surprised we haven't heard like uh, Raven, or like an EC, like any ECW guys. Yeah, it makes sense, but out of all those guys, I would put Raven in my Hall of Fame. Right. For his character work. Can anybody say Nick Bowler? Yeah, I think one person I'm surprised nobody. Well, yeah, I don't think anybody said said Mick. I mean, I I do know people that have said Mick that whose list I didn't read, but I'll th- I'll throw in a, another name that I'm surprised we didn't hear. Who? Stan Hansen. Yeah. Yeah. And Lita. No Freebirds either. Lita? Oh no Freebirds. Oh Jesus. Uh. You know how many messages I'm going to get tomorrow saying, oh, I had the free birds on my list. What the hell were you thinking? <laughs> yeah, what you should have done is should have, you should have made Doug add up all the – he should have had to tally all of them, and then we would have had, like, the fans' ultimate ballot based on the – based on the – Good idea. Yeah, <laughs> we know for next time. Yeah. Class of 2024. Class of 2024, that's what we're going to do. Or 2924, as, as it turns out to be. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, yeah, so. This was a blast. This was a blast. Bob, we appreciate the surprise you coming in and uh, helping us out. I had a lot of fun, guys. Thanks for having me on. You're very Thanks welcome. All right, uh, Bob, uh, where can we uh, where can we find you? Every Thursday and every Tuesday on YouTube at the Star Maker Bowling Show. That's me and Kenny Bowling. We raised a little bit of money for some Filipino families that have gone through some rough times. Uh, sometimes for food, sometimes for medicine, sometimes for just general housing uh, concerns. But we've tried to raise a little money there. Uh, try to entertain you a little bit in the meantime. And every once in a while, Kenny might have something controversial to say. I know that's a shock to all of you. <laughs> it can't be any worse. Tuesdays and Thursdays that. on YouTube, the Star Maker Bowling Show. Yeah. All right. Uh, so everybody make sure to check that out. Uh, obviously, check out our shows on Scripted Wrestling on Friday nights. We'll update everybody as to what we're going to do next Friday because I don't think we know yet. No. Uh, check us out Saturdays for Unscripted Unlimited tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eric and I are doing a TV sitcom character tier list. Uh, also check out Stabcast on Sundays. Uh, the Web Cave whenever it decides to make its return. Yeah. Uh, and all that other fun stuff on the Everything Unscripted Podcast Network. Uh, again, Bob, thank you very much. We appreciate you help uh, you uh, hanging out with us. Uh, Eric Clinneth, it's a pleasure as always. Daniel, I'll well, see you when I see you. Yes, sir. All right, guys. All right. Yep. See you tomorrow. Later. 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 Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Clinneth. Thank you both. Woo!